0: Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 proved my old theory Germans love David Hasselhoff. To the Black Cast, Black Cast Volume 226, where we are going to dive in very deeply into Guardians of the Galaxy. Volume 2, Book of Shadows, and uh, who else would I possibly talk about this movie with than the one and only Will Sterling, on Twitter, at WillSterling underscore.
1: Yes, Guardians 2, Bridget Jones' baby.
0: Yes, exactly, uh, Guardians 2, Electric Boogaloo, mm-hmm. and Skyping in from the other side of the world, or at least the other side of the country, our own Captain EO, at Jeff Duray. Captain EO, how are things in
2: Massachusetts? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, I've A black lab out here, a.k.a. any dog makes me happy, but black labs are the best kind of dog, so pretty much life complete for me.
0: Well, how would uh, Dave the dog feel about that statement that uh, black labs
1: are the superior canine? He uh, pretty much hates all dogs. Oh, okay, Even, even himself. Uh, I think there's probably a fair amount of self-loathing. So going he
0: should on. probably have like a, a dog
1: psychologist or therapist. I would or like to get a dog therapist. Get him into yeah. dog so, therapy. Yeah.
2: So what you're saying is not black labs matter, but all labs matter. <laughs> That's correct. That Dave seems is a, pretty racist.
1: Dave is a blue. Dave is a blue labs matter yeah. kind of dog. Yeah.
0: Well, this is fun that it's the three of us doing the show again. We're not all in the same room, but I feel as though we have not had the three of us on the same episode. At least in the same segment yeah. since uh, Oscar night, oh unless I'm mistaken. Oh, wow. Yeah, Is I think really it's been that time? long.
1: Yeah, at the end of February. When I was highly intoxicated. Uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> you were more than a little intoxicated yes. that night, and you were like, "No, no, fine." I'm like, "How'd you get here?" Huh? I drove.
1: Yeah, I drove. It's fine. <laughs> so I was cranked on cocaine, Christian. You yeah. Know me. Well, look,
0: you're you're Mr. So Hollywood up. now. Yeah. You look. know that's, but. Look, we can talk about Will's intervention, although that is scheduled for Blackcast 240. Okay. so oh, that's uh, a penciled So it. I, yeah, you, lot of, you, I have
1: quite a bit of time
2: to yeah, keep going down.
0: Jeff, you'd agree. It's like a downward spiral, but he hasn't hit rock bottom yet. No,
2: I mean, he's hard bottom, but not rock bottom. Oh. Exactly. Bottom, well, look, there
0: there's a lot to talk about uh, and a lot to catch up on, but uh, this episode, we're really going to focus on The Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 guardian harder <laughs> guardian harder exactly jeff as our guest even though you know you're you're of course hardcore prime black cast member yes. we're still we're still going to consider you a guest because you are skyping in from the outer reaches of the 978 or wherever you might be so mm-hmm. uh, i want to let you start we're we're going to start talking about the movie itself and uh, there's a lot more to talk about beyond that but uh, give us your thoughts impressions and feelings about Guardians volume two? Uh,
2: I really liked it. However, I will say that when I immediately left the theater, I wasn't quite as awestruck as I was the first time. And I think the problem is when you have such an amazing movie that you're making a sequel to, you run into the problem of expectations. Like I expected this to be the best movie I've ever seen. And while it was really good, That's a pretty lofty expectation to to realize. Yeah, Um, I mean,
0: I don't know that any of us had huge expectations for Guardians 1. These were characters I had vague familiarity with and really Rocket Raccoon, who, of course, is just Rocket in the movies. Uh, He's the one that I at least knew the most by name recognition. He's kind of the easiest to recognize what with him being a raccoon and all. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Or a a trash panda, as it were. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, and so I was just like, all right, well, I like Chris Pratt you know, he's funny and we'll see how it goes and was very pleasantly surprised. As discussed on Hat 74 is when we covered the first. Pleas- so you're saying,
1: wait, you're pleasantly surprised with the first? Or I'm like not talking one about too? the second one yet. Okay, I know, okay.
0: very pleasantly surprised because the expectation was, there was no expectation right. for the first one. Yeah, I, I don't think I,
1: anybody really had it
0: Yeah, I think it's just like the the who of the what? Yeah. Having those higher expectations, Jeff, you were it was kind of inevitable that you'd be at least somewhat disappointed.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's just the letdown there's just no way any movie could have lived up to what you expect when you love the originals that much, right? I, oh, you I mean like Guardians. Jurassic this World?
0: It sounds like you're yeah. describing Jurassic World. There's no way that it could actually deliver well, because it doesn't. Here's how live. Jurassic
2: World 2 <laughs> is going to be better. They're going to stack T-Rexes. So that one standing <laughs> on the Literally other's on back. Literally them. So it's like Grimlock is actually –
1: it's going to be a hybrid universe and it's going to be Dinobots. Is
0: there going to be like a dinosaur Tetris scene basically, T-Rexes, and you have to figure out how to move them? Like, oh, we're going to stuff him in a little square spot. I'm
2: excited Mm -hmm. now that you
1: tell me that that's what the movie's going to be. Squarespace will be a um, a a sponsor, so they have to put him in the Squarespace.
2: Yes. The five raptors are going to combine – to. Form one super raptor person oh. and that's going to kick the shit out I, of Rita Repulsa. Like the I, I, I'm sorry, yeah, you're Rita
0: you're Repulsa. talking you're talking about uh, about Voltron T-Rex and I am definitely in for a Voltron T-Rex.
2: It'd be a Voltron raptor. I could do um, that. But as, he becomes
1: it, yeah.
0: As is so often the case, we've already gotten away from what your point was. So, uh, you know, following up a, a, an original movie with the second very difficult to succeed it's not easy to I think of. I watched the first
2: one literally right before I went to the theater for the second one. So I went to see the second one with my mom early in the morning on Friday because I hate crowds. And so she hadn't seen the first one. So I got up at like 7 o'clock, watched the first movie, and then as soon as it was over, threw on pants and went to go see the second one. You got your mom So I had it really that fresh in my mind. Yeah, my mom liked them both too. She oh, thought okay. they were great.
0: Well, Will had an important question. Your mom woke up at 7 just to watch the movie with you? <laughs>
2: No, oh, she's up way earlier than that. Oh. She's old. She, was at four. She's old. <laughs> she keeps old people hours.
0: Oh, uh, well, I get up at like 6.30 every day, so I am also old. But uh, I, you know, if Felix didn't wake up that early, I, I probably That's would true. be sleeping a little later. <laughs> All right, so you you were originally saying it was kind of your initial reaction when you were leaving the theater. So upon reflection, do you think about, like, oh, I actually I, I was a lot happier with it. Just you had to get past the initial disappointment that it wasn't... The greatest movie of the 21st century. I thought it was
2: great. It was just like – I think the stakes felt a little bit higher in the first one even though they were technically higher in the second one uh, because it's the whole universe versus – obviously spoilers – versus just that one planet and then eventually more of the the galaxy or whatever – but it was like Ronan just felt a lot more imposing than Ego did, if that makes any sense. Well, because he's Kurt Russell,
0: you know? I mean, yeah. you know, the, the the computer wore tennis shoes or whatever the Disney movies were that he oh, did. Oh, that's a great one.
2: Was the alternative title to this Escape from Ego? <laughs> I think it should have been. Uh, yeah, I,
0: I definitely agree with uh, sort of that feeling. I mean, I, I did enjoy it. I thought it was good and we can go into a lot of specifics about things that fell short, things that were great, things that exceeded expectations, but you can't help but be disappointed because, uh, you know, you just remember what it felt like to see the first one. So you're like, great, it's gonna have to feel like that again. There's no, there's no doubt. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think the
2: opening sequence of this movie was terrific. Like, as soon as I started off, I was like, all right, I'm sold. This is gonna be a great movie. I thought that whole, uh, ELO sequence with little baby Groot running around while they're fighting this monster was just terrific. It really felt like that same essence that they had captured in the first one where you're like, this is not what I expected. All right, I'm down.
0: Yeah, well, I was actually going to ask uh, Agent Starling, aka Agent Fine, how, uh, do you, <laughs> how would you characterize this? Was it just fine? Was it less than
1: fine? Uh, it was not just fine. I did not enjoy it. You did just you, you thought it was I just thought it was not very good. You just thought it was okay. Would you go so far as to say it was bad? No. Okay when I think bad I think like,
0: like, like nineteen ninety Captain Fuck America this movie, yeah. Like yeah. really,
1: really angry. I just
0: Oh, you I, mean like Jurassic World?
1: Yes. Jurassic so World is it, tremendously th- th- bad.
0: This is much better than Jurassic World. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was Uh, less angry. And I I had a feeling as I was watching the opening fight sequence, which Jeff liked and I also enjoyed, I was thinking like, oh, you know, Groot's dancing during this, or Groot. Gru is a completely different character. Gru the Wanderer, the yeah. barbarian created by Sergio Aragonés of Mad Magazine. Or Gru the uh, the
1: animated despicable
2: me. Despicable me. me. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, GRU. I'm yes. speaking of GROO. Didn't you read oh. the word balloon over my head? Sorry. I said GROO, not Sorry. GRU. Sorry. Uh, I had this feeling. I'm like, you know, Will's going to hate this. Really? Uh, where <laughs> Gru was dancing, and not the whole movie, but I thought that like that sequence you were gonna not like.
1: You know, funny enough, I didn't see that sequence because we came in a little late. All right, so that's already a problem. Yeah, you you came. I came in late uh, into the movie when she was like, "You can't." When when Drax jumped into the monster's mouth. Hmm. That's about when I came in. I don't know. There was a. It was kind of exciting. I feel
0: like you're already you're already working at a deficit. I don't know that it would have really changed the impression of your movie. It would but- not have.
2: The you don't know. Still, you didn't see it.
1: You didn't see it. I missed like two minutes. It's a pretty
2: good sequence. I'm yeah. sure it's not great. Lie.
1: I'll go back maybe when it's on Blu-ray. I'll check it. I'll just watch that part at Best Buy and just, then I'll walk away. You know, when they're <laughs> playing it.
0: <laughs> You'll just wait like, oh, okay, they're in the middle of the movie. I'm going to shop at Best Buy for like nine hours. Yep. Yeah. Until it comes back around. Okay. So you saw some of that sequence though. Yeah. It's not, yeah. I
1: saw him on the inside and he there she's like, oh, it's the equally as thick on the inside as it is on the outside. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and then she... Kills it and uh, he falls out. <laughs> Spoiler alert! No, he laughs. Not. Yeah,
0: yeah, and obviously, by the way, we're talking about the movie as a yeah, whole, so I there's there's spoilers. lots of spoilers uh, about to spill out. The way that Drax spilled out of that beast in the beginning, so it's interesting that you just found it to be you know not good. So I guess what I need to start with, what were things that stood out that you did like? You're like this part was well done. I liked this sequence or this character Some or what are things the- that you liked?
1: Some of the jokes were kind of funny. I mean, were very funny. Yeah. I actually thought there was fucking way too much jokes. I, I actually thought it was too jokey, funny enough. You, now you know
0: time. me. I love jokes. Yes. I love the level of jokes in Guardians 1. Too, too many jokes I think this. there's too many too jokes. Too many jokes. Uh, Jeff, would, do you
1: feel like there was... I would was, agree with that. Yeah.
2: I'd agree with that. There definitely was a, a feeling of like, okay, this is this is more of a comedy than an action. Yeah. Uh, at a certain point. And
1: <laughs> I'm
0: okay with that because I expect a level of comedy from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. I was talking with my wife about it this morning, and there was just sort of this thing where you know Rocket laughs really hard at things that maybe aren't necessarily funny, but then also Drax does that as well. Yeah. And it happens so many times. I was like, man, if it didn't happen so much, him laughing so hard about the guy's name being Taserface, yeah. would really have that, stood I out. I thought
1: that was painfully unfunny. See, I couldn't get over how long they dragged that out, and I was like, this wasn't even that funny to begin with. And there were many callbacks and you keep to it. Doing it, yeah. I yeah. was like, God. This fell so fucking flat. Well,
0: I was able to find it funny. I just think it works better if you don't have it buried in, you know. I I think that, we remember Drax from the first movie, Drax the Destroyer. He by the way, wasn't that funny he, in the he, first one? He, he had one, almost right? no personality, which is what worked about him. Yeah, and mm. he's got a lot of jokes now.
1: So many jokes, jokes that I he's was aware. Like, he he's aware of them one? being jokes. Yeah. Even, you know? yeah, So a little jokey is what
0: you felt, but yeah. you felt that there were jokes that worked. There were, things yeah, that were There were some
1: good. There was some really good stuff. I enjoy a Baby Groot. You know what I mean? I'm sure I will like that opening dance sequence. He's cute. You know, yeah, I like. Love the, me. I like Groot. the sequence where he kept. Picking all the wrong items? Yes. Coming back with all the I, wrong shit? I
0: did feel like that was too long, but in the way, I'm like, I am laughing through this thing that funny. I know. This yeah. thing that I know is too long? Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, I
1: realized. <laughs> uh,
0: I realized that, but I'm still enjoying it, so I'm just going to go with
1: it. I liked the, uh, and again, we have marked this with spoilers, so it's okay. I liked the Yondu uh, ending. Yes, I, uh, I, I want to talk about the ending as a whole. Kind of touching. But I, I thought, thought they could have earned it better, but yeah. I appreciated that it was there.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely agree. There, It was a surprisingly emotional moment
2: in the movie. Yes. Uh, you I don't thought, feel like one flashback to when Peter was a kid and he helped him was enough to establish their father-son relationship? <laughs> no, <laughs> Come in fact, on. It, it was almost
1: entirely unwarranted and justified, and yet... That both actors did it so well that the moment itself was good, but wholly unearned.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. But I, at the same time, you know, look, there's uh, this overtone, this uh, father and son overtone that probably resonated with me a lot more than when I, if it had been in the first one. Because, yeah. you know, first of all, baby Groot, Heather and I just nudged each other a few times, reminds us very much of Felix. Yes. Like telling him not to push that yeah. button. Right. Oh, he's going to be like – he's going to put. – he'll have the big smile and be like, but this is real – seriously, this is what you want me to do. Right. Right? I'm going to put – I'm going to go ahead and – you know. And <laughs> Don't ding the bell. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, there there was that level. And look, I think that it was a nice attempt to sort of tell the story about the importance of family and how these are the family. Uh-huh. I think it got a little muddied what? along the way. Uh, it
1: got super muddied along the yeah, way. Yeah. And, and most
0: of it was – Super inauthentic and kind of awkward. And I think that the the worst part of it, I, I definitely agreed with my wife. She said this too. Were uh, the daughters of Thanos? That so enti- bad. Yeah, I was glad to yeah. get more Karen Gillian in the movie. Yeah, I was too. But not at the expense of this like like this bonding moment over like we just wanted to be sisters. Like she just I think fucking
1: it, shows up and yeah. starts shooting her. Well, and she picks up the giant gun. I, I think if she'd been like, consistent
0: and just wanted to kill her, yeah. that would have been fine. The the about face. I'm like, mm, I don't. You want to talk about things that I didn't feel were earned? exactly that that's what i'm saying that was definitely
1: not earned the fact that they they could have earned it yeah if they wrote it well yeah but they didn't but but because it was buried in a fucking action it was just like one action sequence after the other and then they were like here's some heartstring stuff and you were like fuck you this doesn't work (laughs) fuck you i ain't got no heart right jeff you can't just throw this in (laughs) never
0: (laughs) i ain't never got no heart yeah i i agree but i At the same time, it definitely kind of got to me, and yeah, it's weird—the reuniting with his father, all that stuff. Not really, but then like the realization (laughs) that Yondu, my father. (laughs) The realization that Yondu—it's like, uh, you know, I mean, he even said it. By the way, I love Michael Rooker. He, he, he—I've liked him since Mallrats. That's how far back I go with Rooker. Wow. And uh,
1: he—he Henry Portrait, serial killer. Together that that was Rooker. Yeah, yeah, that's been him both
0: times. Yeah, Mr. Svenning uh, is his character name, and. uh, he gets a uh, a chocolate pretzel shit handshake from Jason Lee. I know
2: exactly who you're talking. <laughs> yeah. I just never put together that. Yeah, that, that that's was Rooker. Michael Rooker.
0: Here's what I thought in the first one. He was fine. Sure. I really liked him in this one. Yeah. I just because we got more of the character. Right. And he was he was more dimensional.
1: You know. We got to see more. We got to see layers. And he's like, which is why the ending still ju- unjustified was a little less awkward than the Thanos daughters
2: one. Yeah.
0: And I I um. I was moved.
2: I think if they had just had some like weird lesbian shit going on and scissored, then I don't think that would have been as much of a problem. Because you, you, you could I mean, have
0: shrugged off a lot of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you'd just been like, oh, okay. Well, was, that was all based I, on like, some weird sexual tension. And
0: by the way, <laughs> they're like adopted sisters anyway. Like, they're so, not, so they're not like, they're not, not, they like, not blood. I mean, first of all, she's blue and she's green. So obviously they can't be. It's related no worse well.
2: than what they did in that very Brady sequel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, but it's actually a lot better.
0: If you think about it, it's it's not just not worse. Yeah, I mean, that ending, I don't know, it just, it really got to me, and the fact that they came up with a very clever way, I loved the gag about, oh, hey, I, I found this thing, it's called a Zune, everyone yeah. on earth has it, it has <laughs> 300 songs, and that was a very jokey moment, but I laughed at it, yeah. and it's great because now he's got 300 more songs. Right. Because and now he can make 50,000 more Guardians he, yeah, of the Galaxy. Yeah. Well, he had he had 20 songs. Let's say let's just round up. Let's say he had 30 songs. That's pushing it. Yeah. Well, on a cassette. Yeah. So if you have a, if you have an <laughs> old man nerd comes in here, so a 90 minute cassette, 45 minutes each side, you could usually get about 11 songs on each side. Wow. It okay. depends on the length of the song. Oh, length. But you know, so let's. That's why I'm just saying, like he's got about. You know, 22 on each one, but then you, some of those songs are very long. So that's yeah. why I'm saying he's got – he had 30 songs okay. at the start of this movie. Yeah. Now he's got 300. Yeah. So I guess that means 10 more Guardians movies. Yes. Guardians 12. Yep. Two Guardians. Two Furious. <laughs> but
2: the difference is his mom didn't program the Zoom. It's true. It's yeah, That's meaningful.
0: Yeah, but obviously somebody who's very sentimental did because it had uh, Tea for the Tillerman by Cat Stevens. Song. It, but here's the thing. <laughs> That song, you know what the thing is about that song? That song is great, and it really worked in that moment. I'm like, man, I know what they're doing. I know they're trying to get me, but you know what? Those motherfuckers got me. My wife was like, are you crying? I'm like, nope. Maybe. Because this is the thing. At the exact moment when it it sort of fades to black before another scene starts, before it actually moves to, you know, like when he actually falls into the abyss of space. Yeah. It got quiet enough, so this is what you hear in the theater. (laughs) That was it. That's all. And she looked and that at me. Was you. Yeah, that was me. But I, I didn't have any Only tears in my eyes yet. The entire theater. Well, I don't know. I, we were in super comfy seats, which oh, okay. we'll talk about the theater I went to. There's oh. some good stuff too. But super comfy seats and all that. So I don't know. I couldn't see any other people. So uh-huh. by the way, Jeff, this is definitely your kind of theater. I'll talk to you more about mm. the the overall experience as it went along. You know, look, all the guys showed up. The guys who
1: had disowned him, including. Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Sorry, Space Rocky. Funny enough, did not like him in this movie. I also that didn't. That scene also, with him way. and Yondu and the snow was one of the worst written yeah. dialogue pieces I've ever seen. Also, and delivered. And when I, I saw his upset. name,
0: when I saw his name in the credits, <laughs> very excited. When I saw his scene, I'm like, oh no, Rocky. Yeah. What were you
2: gonna say, Jeff? I was going to ask, Will, if you'd seen any of the Expendable movies.
1: I saw the first two, and they're all, both terrible. Yeah. I couldn't make it through the first, like, ten minutes of the third one. I was like, I I thought this was cute when they did the first one. I, and I, I saw, the, just I saw the second one in the
0: theater. It was one of those weeks in L.A. where it was, like, 108 degrees. Yeah, And I'm like, I will literally see it. I think that same week I saw Piranha. So I was just Ooh. going to the movies just to be sitting in air conditioning. Yeah, and uh, I Fair. was like... I was like, oh look, it was all my friends, and oh, this is a terrible movie. But yeah. uh, you know, I got to sit there and eat popcorn. But anyway, back to Stallone. The ending moment, a little bit better. Yeah, Stallone. But boy, yeah. that scene—I definitely agree. Yeah. That scene Oof. in the snow, real bad. Like, well, there's a hundred kind of reavers, and yeah. now you're not going to serve ninety-nine of them. I'm like, man. But even Michael Rooker in that scene's like, I've been wearing this badge yeah. on my.
1: Head. He's like, you don't respect what the badge means. <laughs> You got a weird thing on top of your head. <laughs> so just because you think you can do it, it? And I was like, fuck. Who, 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 go back and rewrite this. Yeah. And tell them to turn it down six notches to a fucking three.
2: <laughs> turn it will, down to a you fucking please three. you Stallone and Mark Wahlberg as a writing team like working <laughs> on some dialogue for us? <laughs> yeah, Jeff and I will sit back while you do
1: this. <laughs> Hey, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Sly, I got this idea for a fucking movie about it's like an alien guy and you, well, you're two aliens, but you get into an argument. So maybe there would be like a uh, fight, like a Rocky fight, but like with the words. <laughs> yeah, it would be like uh you're like the old champion and this alien guy's like the new champion, but he does things a little like the way you don't want him to. So you're like, hey, you need to back off this 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 way, okay? Because I'm the old I'm the old guard. You gotta respect me. Yeah, you know, it's very important to be respected, you know, because if you're not being respected, then wow, the fight, okay? So you gotta fight. Exactly. See, so Mick comes in and he's like, "You gotta, you gotta step up, Rock. See, you're also Rocky in space here, Sly." I like it. I like it <laughs> a lot. And so then you guys, you get into a, a fucking fist fight, and you're like, "I will fucking kill you if you don't stop." jerking yourself off out in space all the time. <laughs> pretending like you're the big the big showstopper because that's my job. I'm always a showstopper. You know that. You know this. I stop all the shows. Okay. Oh <laughs> <laughs> stop the show.
0: And scene. Yes. By the way. Bravo. Bravo. Uh that was that was some nice work. <laughs> and uh you know I, I did see a little Mark Wahlberg in one of the trailers, which is something we'll talk about at some point. Trailers in, for other movies. That oh are coming I missed out. all of those. Yeah, because you missed two minutes of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty sweet Spider-Man trailer, but I digress. A new one? It uh, was one I hadn't seen. It's on YouTube now. Didn't, well, okay. Sure. You know what? Everything's on YouTube right mm-hmm. now. You know, we're on YouTube. At the, actually, we're not on YouTube oh. at the moment. We have been on YouTube. <laughs> we just aren't right now. So, Jeff, we're sort of talking. Before, we had that amazing theater piece, yeah. which, again, another round of applause. for. Look, Mr. Mr. my one-man Sorry. show is yep.
1: coming to um, to a Black Box Theater near you. A black box theater? B-L-A-D-T-B-O-X. Look at you. you.
0: Yeah, so your thoughts, Jeff, in terms of sort of the, you know, we're going to go back and talk about a lot of other stuff in the movie, but the emotional sort of ending of the movie. I was going to use the word climax, but then I'd have to hit the bell. Mm. So uh, do you feel like, they accomplished what they set out for or was I just too much of a pushover and uh, they were able to get to me because I'm easily manipulated in my old age?
2: I mean, they didn't get to me. Look, that's, it's interesting because usually I'm a sucker. Like I'll cry for TV shows all the time, but it didn't get me. A lot of the connection stuff, like the whole wishing you had a dad stuff is something I should totally be able to connect with as a storyline or like wishing you knew your father better, whatever it is. And, uh, just didn't get me it just didn't seem all that genuine like the it just felt really easy uh the way that they try to pay stuff off it's like oh we played ball and now we're father and son and I always wanted you to be the Hasselhoff but now you're not and like I said they only had that one really quick scene between him and Yandu to try and make that this like real fatherly connection I, I just think that it didn't you maybe you spent too much of your time with like jokes and music sequences instead of as much of developing why we should care about what these characters are doing in this one. Yes.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And I knew. I knew that I was being a sucker at the end of the movie, but it still it still got to me and uh, I even- liked
2: it. I mean, I enjoyed it. It just didn't I wasn't just like I wasn't sitting there. It wasn't like uh, reading Harry Potter and Sirius Black dying. I was like, spoiler alert! Guy- Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. My bad.
0: Yeah. Wait. And, and okay. by the way, if, if, while we're getting all the spoilers out, Darth Vader is Harry Potter's father. I didn't know if everybody knew that, yeah, but he is. Uh, yeah, it's it's actually kind of crazy.
2: Actually, and- that's Palpatine is Harry's father. Oh, <sighs> that you know that? That shit's crazy. That's four dreams deep. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. We're we're so deep in our inception, so. Uh, you know, look, we've talked a little bit about the music, and the music was so good in the first movie, and there are great moments in this. But if I were to look at the line items and all the budget for this movie, I guarantee that the music budget was lower than the last one. Because there's some great moments, but there's a lot of songs where I was just like, I don't think this one gets gets what they were going for. I mean, there's some big names. You know, you have The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. I love Mr. Blue Sky in the beginning, ELO. Mm -hmm. That's why we started the episode off with it, because I thought it was amazing. And, of course, we went... Anybody who's ever seen me do karaoke, they go to credits with my song, Cheap Trick Surrender. Yeah. So, and uh, I have to give it up for Father and Son by Captain Stevens, because, again, huge sucker. Flashlight by P-Funk. That's over the credits. So... We have, you know, like George Jay-
2: Harrison, "My Sweet Lord" is a great
0: song. That's but They gr- did
2: not use it well. They did
0: not use it well. I was excited to hear it, and then I'm like, "This isn't really fitting the mood." Uh,
2: it felt but- like some of the songs were in there literally because they're like, "All right, this fits our mixtape," and yeah. we probably sold a bunch of copies of the first like soundtrack. Yeah. So we got to make sure that this one, like, jams. Well, funny I d-
1: enough, I disagree. I actually thought "My Sweet Lord" uh, worked was, in the moment. Was well placed. Do you remember what the, the one scene-
2: thing I disagree with you guys
0: on? Ah, do you remember uh, what the scene was where we saw it? It's
1: just a mostly establishing stuff of Ego's Planet. OK,
0: yeah. I, I feel I felt like it was OK, but, uh, you know, that song, I kind of wanted to uh, maybe get a little bit more out of it. But uh, that's hey, that's just me as it were. So I, I don't know. I think that, you know, like Brandy or Fine Girl, uh, it works because it's in
1: that scene. It is, it's not a very good song. No, it's not. And that whole conversation <laughs> about Brandy was like fucking so awkward. I was like, the song is pretty average. And you guys are like, I, it's just well, a I, bad I think choice. And then everything what, was based on that when, song. And it was when we so get the terrible. reveal
0: that, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's playing Star-Lord a bit, I, I think that
1: he was being disingenuous when he of was of course saying, he was being disingenuous. Yeah. It just doesn't matter. I'm just saying the writing and the whole notion of having that conversation about it was stupid. Yes. I, I definitely
0: agree with that. So uh, without listing off some of the music, yeah. what do you guys have that do you will you liked the music? Or what are some songs that we haven't mentioned that you're like, oh I remember this or I, do, I don't remember. You don't remember. It. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, you know and in the end credits of course we have uh, an amazing David Hasselhoff yes. musical number. Yeah. Which yeah. Uh, I thought that that uh, gratuitous cameo was was kind of funny, completely unnecessary. Yeah, uh, especially because he you know looks like present day David Hasselhoff. I know, yeah, not. Yeah. And as much as you know CGI and de aging and stuff bothers me, I thought Kurt Russell looked pretty good in the, uh, yeah. in the opening sequence.
1: Oh, oh, you did so not. You missed that.
0: You missed, that. missed you mi- that one. Yeah, so you didn't actually hear Brandy or Fine Girl. His. That's how the movie starts. They're in the well, car.
1: They, they play it later when they're on we, the planet. Yeah, I know, but yeah. that's
0: how the movie starts. Is they're driving and it's young Kurt Russell. It's you know present day Kurt Russell de-aged yeah. with uh, Star Lord's mom and she's singing and you know they're talking and they're behind a Dairy Queen, which we see the Dairy Queen yeah. present day a little bit later. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Product so that. that's where we get the song at the beginning, and I'm like, man, we're starting with this song. The, they, you want to talk about things that weren't earned? Open it up with Brandy <laughs> or a Brandy. fine girl.
1: I, so, I, I will say this, speaking of music, though, girl. because it's the she one thing. Fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fine,
0: she's, she's a fine girl. fine girl. She's fine.
2: Most yeah.
1: people don't talk about it. Uh, I appreciated the consistency of the score. They hired Tyler Bates again to do it, and the Guardians theme from the first movie was repeated. And then given a delightful disco-themed treatment in the end credits. Yes. That I enjoyed a lot. So, I... Uh, Thank you, finally, fucking Marvel for like h- hiring the same composer to do the same music because they well, always notoriously they- change their fucking music because they have no decency when it comes to score consistency.
2: Yeah. Question. Why is Kurt Russell millions of years old but then aged in the 34 years after yeah, that he no apparently okay, helped so conceive Star-Lord?
0: My theory on this, and it's again, it's another flimsy theory that they used in uh, uh, another movie that I think a lot of people didn't think worked. The same way that the Arnold Terminator got older is that he just stayed around in that form, so that form actually aged. So if you can believe that he actually kept his form for some reason, then that would be how he got old. I I don't know that that's what happened, but it's an explanation. Is it a good one? No, it is not a good one. Why don't we
1: just say that he reconstitutes his form to be more appealing to the people that need to see him. So he has to be young to be with the mom because he wants to bang her. But then he mm-hmm. needs to look older and dad-like for Star-Lord. If he looks the same age, that's going to be awkward. So he has to look like Papa-like, like God with a beard. He should have looked like and Papa Smurf. You could yeah. have
2: established that with just a quick of him being young again and then being like, see, I, I don't have to be older. I'm just trying to be your dad.
1: So you could have done that, Jeff, but they didn't think that far ahead. Well, <laughs>
0: uh, there's a there's a moment when Star Lord and Gamora are dancing. Sam Cooke is playing. That that was a that was a nice moment. But I I was just uh, as the movie went along, I, I was Lakeshore Drive. Like I just thought that the the music it was so epic in the first one. Mm-hmm. And I mean that you know, that had like David Bowie. I mean it was much bigger. Yeah. And I th- I do think that it's definitely a smaller budget. And, of course, the soundtrack to Guardians of the Galaxy is on Hollywood Records. And who owns Hollywood Records? The Walt Disney Company. Uh, yeah. So, obviously, it's all, you know, very factored in. All of it's factored
1: in. Well, you also have to think that, that I mean, the song selection in the first one is obviously better than the second one. But the way that they all hit and the way that they played the mixtape or awesome mix and all that kind of stuff was, like, cool. Because it was part of the story and stuff. And this is just doing it again. It's like the sequelitis thing where, hey, if we just... Do the same beats. People will be like, I remember that. makes me feel good. Like Home Alone 2. It's really not that great. It's the same fucking movie beat for beat. It's just w- different. Change the variables. So here you're like, You hey. hold your
2: tongue. Our president is in that movie. <laughs> I know. Which I makes know. it a cinema classic.
1: Welcome to my, welcome to Trump Tower.
0: Um, By the way, Home Alone 2, Book of Shadows. Yes. Yeah, you left yep. that part
1: out now. Yeah. Um, and not that this is exactly beat for beat like the first one. Well, a lot of it is. But that, I think that was a problem where it's like, remember how cool it was to have Awesome Mix Volume 1 in the in the first one? Like, don't all these songs feel great? And you're like, no. No, actually, they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you
0: were overall happier with it than, than I was. But again, my expectation was it was such a great soundtrack. One of the better soundtracks that I can think of in a long time. Yeah. And, and Suicide
1: Squad was like, do you want 50,000 songs? Like Guardians, they and had 12. Here's fucking 30 every yeah. two seconds.
0: And yeah. and yeah, and, and Suicide Squad with the music was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little frightened yeah. by so that slow soundtrack. Slow down.
2: So, I mean, I felt like it was obvious they were trying to force the music in when you have to establish Rocket constantly trying to build speakers to play the music on. <laughs> we <laughs> like, need to play the songs listen, in the – we have to actually have it being played. Played in the movie. Well, and and I did think it the first movie building bombs and yeah. missiles the entire time, and yeah. the second one building speakers and sound I, systems.
0: I did think it was funny that everyone and even Star Lord is like, no, 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 we don't need music right now. We should really be focused on this. Yeah. And, 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 and that introduces the thing with Rocket with the wink. So, in
2: the third one, uh, Exhibit is going to be some sort of alien <laughs> yeah. that pimps spaceships, oh, and Rocket is going amazing. to be all about it.
0: That'd be awesome. I'm a a little excited at the notion that we might get that. Yo, dog. Let's uh, sort of go through some of the other characters in the movie. You know, as it starts off, they're in the employ of the sovereign, the gold people, who that could be an existing character base.
1: By the way, worst race of people ever. They suck at everything, can't do anything right, and all of their people are fucking idiots. And they're gold. But they're
0: so gold. You're they missing think the they're point. They're better than everyone yeah.
2: else, and they're all gold. They are literally
0: the worst. Like, does it remind you of anyone?
2: The fucking most non threatening <laughs> bad guys ever. Well,
0: present that question again, Jeff.
2: They think they're better and superior to everyone else and perfect at everything and are obsessed with the color gold. Does that remind you of anyone? I love
0: gold. I say it's Gargamel. I, I don't know if that's who you're going for. They <laughs> President <Gardamel>. Gargamel. <laughs> yeah. Well, Gargamel does love gold. I mean, let's uh, be fair. We repulse <clears> He <throat> had to the gold. I, I, just ha- I just had a feeling <laughs> when we are watching the beginning of it. I was just like, all right, so this is one of those things. That seems like we're done with, mm-hmm. but it's going to come up kept again. Coming back, yeah. And I was just like, oh, it came back.
1: It came back too often. Yes, you know for and sure. And then she's still like a bad guy at the end. Yeah. in one of their fifty fucking thousand end credit scenes. Oh, I'm alright with the multiple end credit scenes. So
2: stupid. They. Made a great reason for you to sit through the entire credits and not get bored, even if you're just a layman who never does that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, did you notice the whole "I am Groot"s changing yes. into people's names? I thought that yeah. was actually that. very funny. Yeah. Fun. yeah,
0: it's a it's a little touch. Didn't take much, and uh, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm
2: down. I'm
0: down with that. So yeah, I think that you know we have that race and. You know, I actually I, I got a text from a friend of mine that was like, well, what were they referencing at the end there that they were building
1: something? Oh, on? yeah, I don't understand that
0: either. Mm-hmm. That would be this character, Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock, who is gold. And this is sort of before my time. He was part of like a Cree Skrull, Space War storyline in the Avengers in like the 70s. And I think he actually became a more prominent character in more recent times. Okay. So I know that that's clearly who they're referencing but i don't know who that shout out was for because it's not it's not it's not a very well established character at least to
1: well guardians has proven that you can just put any characters in it
0: yeah by the way of the guardians i was thinking about it as we were talking i I knew rocket and yondu rocket and yondu were the only two that i knew okay uh, when i sat down i'd heard i think drax the destroyer's name but i I didn't actually ever see
1: anything with. also in the credits not in the fucking movie where was the space dog where was the dog in the space suit? Probably I mean, cut. Cosmo? Probably Cut for Time. God, I wanted to see that little uh, cameo and said we got Stan Lee fucking twice. All right. And I knew that was going to bother you. Yes.
2: We had a Cosmo camo. He was uh, in one of the places that they visit. He was like licking somebody's face. He was? Yeah. He had, there was a really quick Cosmo camo. Was he uh, in the space suit? I was excited for it. I love Cosmo. Did he have the
0: space suit on? Because I missed yeah. it.
2: What? I, didn't I, see I, it. I swear I saw well, it.
0: Will Will's not going to see it again, so uh, I'll have to go and see it again and try and find it. And, and film that part with yourself. Ca- cameo that I did enjoy. I love seeing Howard the Duck. Can, oh, yeah. You can go ahead. And by the way, was fine. Seth Green is the voice of Howard the Duck. Oh, I noticed it? that in the credits. And I was like, I don't know why. And I'm like, are they developing a secret Howard the Duck movie? That would be. That would just be sort of power going to their head, the amount of success they've had. Yeah, I think You know, so. one of the top 10 or we bottom can 10. You anything. You know, consider one Quack of the worst foo. movies of all time was the original. Did you just call the movie Quack Foo? Yeah. Okay, great. Because that's what it will be. It will be Howard the Duck, colon, Quack Foo. <laughs> The quackening, possibly. Look, oh, I'm just, mm. just we're quack working of on shadows. titles. Quack! Oh my god, quack of shadows. So, look. Quackers want some. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but I wonder, would they try and be like, no, no, we can turn Howard the Duck into a thing, and it's like, have either of you guys seen the Howard the Duck movie? By the way, no, actually, because I was like ten when it came uh, out. I liked it. So I saw it on HBO. Jeff, did I, you see it?
2: I remember actually. You'll love this. Bujinski of all people loves that movie. Of course, he does. and it was one time when I was working uh, like an overnight show on the weekend, and it was on on one of the movie channels, and he watched like the whole thing. I only kind of had it on in the side background, so I wasn't paying attention, but he like knew all the parts, was obsessed with it.
0: There's some funny moments. Leah Thompson is great in it. This is pretty much right off of Back to the Future. Uh-huh. Uh, Jeffrey Jones, the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, is oh. the bad guy in this. So uh, I don't know. Look, it's not great. You know, I've been kind of tooling with an idea that uh, I might want to do a show, sort of over with our pals after buzz although it's the popcorn talk network is the movie network the idea is taking bad movies and just the the idea is that it's called was it really that bad yeah and you watch it again and you know and sometimes you'll be like yeah it'll be that bad. but like ishtar is another one and i feel like that movie is not great but it's i mean it's warren baiting dustin hoffman you mm-hmm. got to figure there's something buried in there in the sand there while they wander be. through it, but maybe there isn't. But anyway, that's just some thoughts that I have, and uh, I I would welcome a return of Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck, but it's such a dopey concept that it probably not. But you know what?
2: What if they like combine Howard the Duck with The Night of, and it's like Howard <laughs> driving his taxi around <laughs> oh. New York, uh, he gets blamed for murder. Can yeah. you can That'd you put awesome.
0: can you put Cosmo the Cosmonaut Dog into this? plot somehow
2: he's either the lawyer or the main detective you choose Uh, wait
0: i got a better idea remake of true detective howard the duck and cosmo the dog they're the partners they go to the the marshy swampland of louisiana to try and find a serial killer
2: I love it. And Cosmo is <laughs> obviously playing Woody Harrelson's character, and Howard is playing Matthew McConaughey, yeah, right? Yeah, I think that's right.
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's fairly accurate. Yeah. Oh.
2: I mean, I'm sold. I will actually watch that show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't can't say that I wouldn't. All right. So, Will, there are two Stanley cameos. Well, so it's like the same cameo. It's the same they cameo that they, they put in two but places. They,
2: They're really just explaining why he has all the cameos, right? Which I thought was,
0: you know, it was cute, which not everybody loves cute in their movies. I thought it was very cute. He's like, and in this one, I was a FedEx guy. So he's explaining it. Do you know who those characters were that he was talking to? The FedEx
1: one? Wasn't that that Fantastic Four?
0: Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm not talking about that. Like, he's sitting on the moon. Tony
1: Stink
2: or whatever. Yeah, Tony Stink. So he's talking to the
0: Watchers, and the Watchers are a race of people that they show up at, very important moments in the history of the Marvel Universe, Jeff. If you recall, uh, the Dark Phoenix Saga, the final part, one of the Watchers just shows up on the moon. And is like, oh yeah, I have a pretty big hunch that something crazy is going to happen here. And the Watchers, remember, all they do is watch. Okay, and they're never supposed to intervene. So it's like the Prime Directive in What's Star Trek. Good are they? Well, they do sometimes
1: interfere. Well, they're just this sort of these ominous. They look kind of like. Tall versions of the guardians, or not guardians? Um, yeah, guardians from uh, Green Lantern, the guardians of Oa. What are those uh, guys Oa, called? Yeah. Yeah. What or are they, they called kind of like those
2: they? weird aliens that make you forget about them from Doctor Who. Oh, the Silence. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, the Silence. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought you said the Cylons. I'm like, what are you saying? That you can? You don't even <laughs> like Battlestar Galactica. I'm super confused. <laughs> Bears so, beats
1: Battlestar Galactica.
0: Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I. Was just, I, I, I was excited <laughs> to see the Watchers just because we hadn't had them. And they're usually, in my mind, associated with the Fantastic Four. So to see them in a Marvel Studios movie, I was a little surprised. Oh. Uh, but again, even if they weren't there, Stanley cameo just. Just not for you, right? Uh,
1: the first one was fine. I didn't need the second one. Yeah, the second one, I, I mean, think... I have just accepted the fact that they're going to be there. Yeah. I just, think, but the, my biggest, uh, people, I know people don't have problems with them. I mean, fucking whatever. It's just my perspective. on. No, but that's why we talked to you about it. The movie. It's, yeah. it's just something that is created and shot and done solely to put him in there and detracts from the general overall sense of the movie. Like, let's take a random left side step so we can put fucking Stan Lee in there and then go back to what we're doing. I'm like, why don't we just not interrupt the movie? And, like, let it be its own thing. Or
2: he could have been ego.
1: He should have been ego. He should have had a big part. I remember (laughs) when I invented you. I fucked
0: your mother in the back of an old Trans Am. uh, I used to be in the royal court for the Dairy Queen. That's why I boned her out back behind it. My spiderwebs
2: came out and made you. (laughs) Also, is flying brains in space not a ripoff of Futurama? (laughs) (laughs) I I I was a brain... (laughs) <laughs> that was kind of fucking
1: stupid. I was a I was stupid. a brain, and then I made a planet, and then I made a person, and my brain... I didn't think
2: it needed to be a brain. You could have just been like a ball of like whatever. It's a fucking see, giant any brain. any time
0: that there's a brain character, you're always going to look at it and be like, uh, no, Krang's Crang? better. Yeah. Krang is yeah. always uh, better. Peter, I can't. Yeah. I am your father. I'm trying I to think of forever. any kind of brain character. If Drax had
2: said cowabunga, I, th- I think Will would have liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I fucked
1: your mother, <laughs> <for a> shredder? <laughs> uh,
0: so I, I don't know. I mean, uh, Jeff and I clearly enjoyed the movie more than Will did, but you were able to at least take. You didn't feel like it was a waste of the your time. I
1: like, oh, I wish I could kill myself. You know what I mean? But I, <laughs> <laughs> which, by the way, if you did feel <laughs> that yeah. way, we, Ooh, we'd, we'd have, have some, a real problem. Yeah. yeah. But uh, throughout the movie, I was like, man, this is just—it's like bad. I was, I was upset. But then again, I wasn't over the moon about the first one. I enjoyed the first one, and I, I, I liked it more than this one. And there was, I thought, a lot more to be liked in the first one. But I thought everybody fucking came in their pants over what was a, a, a decent average... Adventure. Movie. See,
0: now I see that as fake news because that's revisionist history. You have retconned your opinion on Guardians of the Galaxy because on Blackcast number 74, we yeah. were all very excited about it. What did I Maybe say? you just played along. I don't have word for word. Oh, so I, I think, think I did. I think you, as time went on, you did think about it. And look, that's obviously it's not really fake news. I was just trying to be funny.
1: But you've thought Guardian, more. Of- Listen to me right now, Christian. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, fucking the worst. Quit your job, Peter Quill. Stop being Star Lord, Gamora. I'm going to grab you by the alien pussy. <laughs> Come over here.
2: So, I've uh, decided to start calling pussies Trump Handles.
1: It's called the Trump Handle. You can buy it on kissonline.com. I have a relationship with my good pal Gene Simmons. He's very reliable. He's very trustworthy. You can buy a pussy handle. <laughs> by
0: the way, I, I believe that uh, Gene Simmons has a whole room of pussy handles, if I
1: had to guess. Or a, Trump Handle, I'm sorry. Tri- Jeff, yeah, that yeah was sorry. Right. You're, yeah, yeah.
0: We're, we're, uh, we're already doing you're the so hot crap. We're doing the Hydrox version of (laughs) your Oreo product. Trump's already
1: making his money on it.
0: (laughs) But anyway, but the point is that you... Like the first one more, but even that, you didn't have it on the same level. And I think that it's what we were talking about at the beginning, is that the first one, there
1: was literally no expectation. Yeah. There were very high expectations for this. I actually was hoping I would like this one more because they're already the Guardians. Yeah. And I like that part of movies where like you're like, oh, we're already right. the team, and I have to spend you, 45 you, fucking minutes waiting for you guys to be friends. You
0: expect to like Power Rangers 2 a lot more because exactly. that one was all set up.
1: Yes. Yes. Too much fucking set up.
0: I, re- I remember you said that on this very podcast. That's right. The black. Yes. com.
2: But the Power Rangers, if they had just given them their powers from the get-go, it would have been the first Power Ranger movie with the skydiving I and shit.
1: Well, look, let's <laughs> not kid ourselves. That's a, a historically true class sequence in in movie history. But I actually think no. I mean, like obviously that was spun out of like a television show. That's when they weren't treating the movies based on shows the same way. But <laughs> I like the origin story, and I actually thought there was a lot to be liked in Power Rangers. It was just that it just I needed more of them as the Power Rangers. It took too long, and there was not enough of them. Uh, one yeah. of the
0: things that we haven't okay. talked about is is kind of a new character who seems to be part of the Guardians, which is Mantis. And, oh yeah, uh, she was cool. I, I think she was cool. She has a that was cool, a part I liked. She has a cool ability. I don't even call that really a power. That's an ability. You know yeah. where you to you're be just, empathetic. Yeah, and, I'm empathetic. I mean, she was able to use it to help him fall asleep. Sh- so sure. Yeah. But um, I think it was cool. I liked sort of the, you know, the whole idea that Drax shouldn't be funny. I was all right with when he is like just being blunt and saying, "Oh my God, you're hideous." Yeah, and I just thought that was very funny. Yeah, you know, and because that's not him thinking he's making a joke. Right. That's just him being Drax. See, that's where the comedy from Drax should come from. Exactly. Is he says the thing that is very obvious? You know, he says th- he says that you're hideous. Yeah, and. You know, They sort of carry that through, and that's a character I have sort of a vague recollection of somewhere along the way in comic books, but not a real understanding of. And uh, I thought that it was a good compliment to it. It made sense that there would be someone to travel with Ego, and uh, I liked her. Uh, Mm -hmm. Jeff, what did you think about how she interacted with the Guardians team? She was
2: fine. (laughs) She didn't really have a big role. She was just kind of, like you said, it's like... She shows up, she kind of puts people to sleep. She's there for Drax to have jokes to make towards her, and then that's it. She doesn't actually warn them in time. She doesn't really play any big part in them getting away or rescuing anything. Like, she. St- shuts him down for like a minute or whatever. Well, she shuts him down cool. so that
0: we can have another unneeded battle with the Sovereign and at least mm-hmm. two songs that we didn't
2: need. So clearly she was very important to yeah. the, the storyline. She's important to stall the movie for the unnecessary parts. Yes. But I, I do feel like, like...
1: most of the movie.
0: I feel like this is another one of those things where... You know, in the next movie. <laughs> oh, and there will be a next movie. I'm sure there will be. She will just be part of the guardian. She'll yeah. be part of the gang. And mm-hmm. I think that will probably, and I don't mean will as in W-I-L-L. I mean yeah. W-E apostrophe L-L. We will. we will all just kind of be like, yeah,
1: she's great in there. She's She fits in well with them because we'll actually get to see it at you that, that point. You know what will happen in the next one? She'll have too many jokes. Uh, yeah, she uh, will see, have a because lot of because jokes. all the she, jokes about her and the way that she reacted and played... Perfect. Funny, because first time we saw her, this is this organic representation of her. People are like, oh, she's funny. So, you know we'll do in the next one? We'll just make her way more funny like we did with Drax because people just want more of this. Like, that's what this movie felt like wall-to-wall. Remember how cool the last one was? Here's this, us, like, fucking well, a giant dump of it and all over you. Let's kind of talk a more
0: of a general movie term because that seems to be the thing with movies right now is you take the, what I call, the Dane Cook Premise of comedy, which is, hey, remember, yeah. and then it, his thing is remember? always like an impression. Remember, yeah, oh yeah, hey, remember Guardians? Oh yeah, Rocket was cool. It's so that. yeah, is, uh, so Rocket
2: but, didn't even have a character, and he was just like, he'll be asshole. a dick for a while, and yeah. he'll feel bad about it, and then he'll realize that he can be loved.
0: But he does like Groot consistently through it. He and Groot are of are partnered well, and yeah. you want to talk about somebody who should be in a series where they're partners in a police squad, or a police car, sorry, right. would be uh, Rocket, Rocket and, Groot. and Groot. But the the point being that a lot of the trailers that I saw are, hey, remember this thing? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. Remember the mummy? Sure, we remember the mummy. You know who used to be in it? Don't worry about it, because now we've got Tom Cruise. And It's we... actually not a remake of that movie No, I know, but okay. it's the mummy. It's the property. You know, and yeah. they're going to take yeah. it, and then it's like, "Oh, and Russell Crowe's in it," and then you, you just see all these movies. I don't remember the other ones because it was dark, and I don't turn on my phone in the theater, like some people, Larry O'Connor, and I just didn't take notes. And there were several movies that all it was was, this is another movie like those, yeah. but we're, we've put several more famous actors in it than right. were the last time. Right. And I think that that's those are all very clearly economic decisions, both like domestically, Ocean's
1: 12 and 13.
0: Sure, but that those are movies that are based Paper around. Them. Oceans Eight. Oh yeah, Oceans Eight. They took they took a few people. Oh, off that's the top. a new one. Yeah, that's the the Lady Ocean. But uh, and it's just like that's kind of what I think that they're they're doing with these and what we'll probably see more of. You know, one of the movies that I saw that happen for is the trailer for Thor Ragnarok. It's like, yep.
1: oh hey, you know Thor? Yeah, we've got Jeff Goldblum yeah. now. Oh hey, you know Wha- Thor? You like Guardians of the Galaxy? Here's fucking both of those yeah. <laughs> things. Uh,
2: Oh, I'm actually pretty excited for Thor I will Ragnarok. see it because
1: I, I love, love Taika Waititi. Exactly. He's a that great was director. Yeah. Exactly what I was going to say.
0: And it also... It's like, oh, hey, you know that other thing? You know Hulk? You know how you don't like him in his own movie? Yeah.
1: Well, it's okay because he's in a well, Thor movie. And I've been saying this for years, haven't I, Christian? Yeah. That Hulk needs to ha- be in a team-up movie. Yeah. And then they finally fucking did it. He should be in a team-up movie. Yeah. He, he doesn't he really work. on his own. And it's funny because
0: my wife's thought was when she saw that trailer... Well, she had two, but I'll, I'll go with the second one first. She said, so... It's just Hulk, so they don't have to pay Mark Ruffalo. I'm like, no, I'm gonna bet that Mark Ruffalo is in I'm that sure movie. He will be, yeah. But I'm like, You are kinda right. There's probably not that much Mark Ruffalo in it. You don't think you know? so? No, no, because if it's like Planet Hulk and like Warrior Hulk yeah. and, you know, all this stuff, he will of he course at some point be Mark Ruffalo. But yeah, I think he's gonna be Prime like I think that the default is the Hulk and the occasional
1: transformation not into Dr. Banner. I agree. Not kidding though the two little mockumentary shorts that Taika Waititi directed about Thor are the greatest things that Marvel has done except for the Captain. I swear to God, those are my favorite things. I don't like either of the Thor movies. Right. And then I saw those and I was like, can we just have a whole Thor mockumentary? The whole thing. And then put some action sequences like on... Found footage, but like this is the most funny, interesting way to look at this character. I did think it was incredible. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I I did like the uh, post credits or mid credits sequence in Doctor Strange where Doctor Strange just keeps refilling his beer. I thought that Thor, I think, does work better as a team as well. I agree. I always Mm -hmm. liked him in The Avengers, and I would read Thor's comic, and I've talked about. Frog Thor ad nauseum and Ooh, things Frog like that, Thor. but I always liked him better than that. And I think the Hulk works well as a team in theory, but in execution, well, that's just a problem. He's going to execute everybody. We'll I didn't even realize I was being so clever. But in terms of comics, like he can't really stay part of a team when he's right. Green Hulk. Yeah. When he's Gray Hulk. When he's you know Joe Fix it. He could be part of a team. He he can do all We're that. Wreck it, Ralph. Yeah. yeah. He, <laughs> yeah he's going to wreck it. I don't know. I think that uh, we definitely got off the topic of Guardians, but uh, I'm excited about the movie. But the other point my wife made, and I assume you guys have seen the trailer, whether Will, I know you didn't see the trailers for th- this one, but she's like, why was it all 80s? Like, the the mm-hmm. graphics were 80s. Everything. And I mean, the Led Zeppelin song's from the 70s, so that's not exactly that. But it, it the, the transitions, the graphics, and I'm like... I have no
1: idea. That was a decision, I don't know if that was Taika Waititi's decision, but they they had talked about it and said like they wanted to do like an 80s buddy cop movie in space. Is basically the premise of Thor 3. And I was like, you know what? Sure. I mean, at least that sounds more it. interesting yeah. than than the other two Thor movies, which is like, hey, here's just the movie
2: for the sake of getting us to the Avengers. So I'm like. My hope is that it's basically like Flight of the Concords with Thor and That's what I'm Thor saying. I Hulk. want
1: the sensibilities of those little mockumentaries and, uh, and having Thor and Hulk in it. I think it'll be <laughs> at least fine. I'm sure I will enjoy it the most out of the three Thor movies because of the director and the humor. And I like his look. I like his redesign. I like the short hair, actually. I always thought his long hair looked gross. So he looks a little bit more dashing now as Thor, which is very important to me. Yes. I want to be attracted to the lead.
2: If I don't have a boner, then it's a bad.
1: Movie. <laughs> Look, why do you think I like Captain America so much? Chris Evans is a
0: handsome gentleman. He's a very handsome yeah. fellow. Yes. Yeah, except for when he's in his non Captain America movies, he always
1: has a beard, yeah. and I'm like, nope. Because he's like, I don't want to be so pretty. Yeah, he's I like, I'm, he's like, I'm too pretty. I'm a normal. I'm Did a normal man.
2: Gifted.
1: I I haven't yet, but here it's good. Did it is good? I, I liked it. it a lot. I want to see yeah,
0: it. Yeah, well, that movie answers the question that I had just reading like real world news. I'm like. Chris Evans broke up with Jenny Slate. I'm like, wait, how in the hell do they get together? Oh, okay, they did that movie together. That that's how because
1: she was in Gifted, Jenny Slate.
0: Yes, I don't even know who that is. She was on uh, Saturday Night Live for one season. In her first episode, she said "fuck" on the air, so uh, she was on for the whole season. But wait, she pretty much got herself fired that day. Yeah, and then she did like a series of. She was on the scroll Show. She was good. Yeah, on that. She, yeah. She shows up in a lot of things. I mean, she was on Parks and Rec as uh, John Ralphio's sister. I mean, she shows up in a <laughs> ton Mona of Lisa. stuff. Yeah, she's in a ton of stuff. Uh, Marcel the Shell uh, is like a book slash video series. But anyway, again. We're not talking about Guardians, and as we start to wind down here in in this installment of the Blackcast, let's sort of talk about where it's headed. I think that the Guardians of the Galaxy will next appear in Avengers Infinity War. I don't know that that's an official announcement, so I feel comfortable just speculating, because I think everybody's going to be in that. I even think
2: they're in Infinity War. I saw an interview with Batista talking about going to film. Infinity I, War.
0: I think that even the Defenders might show up for a second in, in I hope Infinity they do. War. I just... They have they I, I, well, They they should, but there's always this thing about the TV. Like, you know, look, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. do not need to appear in that movie. No, in fact, they, sh- they should no, not. they should not. No, they should not. But, don't. The defenders, I think, should. Yeah. I, I think that would be great. and whip pan look, over to them, like yeah. playing poker and being like, "Eh, fuck it, nope, we're not." Yeah, do it's this. like <laughs> we're not in on this, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, or or maybe they're just in the middle of like, you know, I don't know. Hell's Kitchen's on fire, right? And they're like, "Yes, yeah, sorry, this space. Is what we do. Space we no guys, powers. you you do that stuff." Well, I, I think that would be power. a great moment because I I like that universe, which we will talk about in a future installment of Blackcast. We'll talk a lot about that universe. So I would like to see that. I'd like to see the Guardians in that movie, and apparently we will. I always figured when you knew that they were going to eventually face off with Thanos, you have to have the Guardians be part of that story. Yeah. And look, it's hard to serve all the characters in these Avengers or Guardians movies. So putting them all together in one movie and then also, you know, Spider-Man will probably be there. Who knows? You know, everybody will be in there. So it's going to be tough. And um, look, when it turns into a four and a half hour movie, I'll be there. Sure, be I fine. will be. Yeah.
2: Well, they've got two to split it up into.
0: Yeah, I, I, it's they're true. They're not doing that. They're not doing that, but I, I, they're not calling them Infinity War One and Two Justice anymore. Justice
1: League's not doing that either. they yeah, were planning but,
0: that, but I, I don't know exactly. I feel like that story will continue for two Avengers. I'm movies sure it will continue and, forever. <laughs> well, there's also that. Yeah. And uh, at some point, Robert Downey Jr. won't be in Avengers movies anymore. But anyway, I'm looking forward to seeing them in that. But and you get the feeling that for Guardians three we're getting this sort of collection of reavers when we first see ving rames i'm like ving oh, rames yeah. is that guy that we're not going to see and then you see him at the end and they're all get together i'm like all right so ving rames will return in guardians volume three volume three so i don't know I'm, I'm all right with that and maybe we'll get more out of that sylvester stallone character whose name i have no idea what it is I uh, like actually the it's uh, team it, is
2: competing with the guardians to see who like the best team in the galaxy is
0: Very possible. And uh, Sylvester Stallone's character is Stekar Ogord. And I only know because I have
1: the IMDb page open. So is he supposed to be an alien? Is he like a Time Lord where he just inexplicably looks just like a person? I I don't think he's a Time Lord. I know he's not. I'm saying, is he he like a Time Lord? And that Time Lords look like human beings even Mm -hmm. though they're not? Like, why does he just look like Sylvester Stallone? Because
0: he uh, kind of looks like an alien now if you look at, you know, all the work he's had done.
2: Well, there's, I mean, the entire, uh, what was that planet they saved in the first one? Those all looked exactly like humans. That's what I'm saying. Is he like one of those races? He might be. Okay. Uh, Did you say races or racists?
0: Racist. racist. Racist, yeah. yeah everyone's, everyone's a little bit racist sometimes. Anyway, look, I'm looking forward to uh, more Guardians movies. Uh, I We're, we're going to get them. So even if, Will, you're not looking forward to the next one. But maybe the next one will give you what you wanted from this one, where there are already the Guardians
1: delivers a certain level. I don't of, know if that exists. What to to be be wanted. you wanted? Yeah, because I don't really want anything from it.
0: Well, you just had you had the expectation that you would like this more than the first one. Yeah, and I did not. And uh, we're connected with Jeff via Skype, and we just got to meet Belle, uh, the uh, the puppy. How old is Belle, Jeff? She's like five. Ah, She's look at that. rescue. That's a big dog. But she ended up rescuing you. That's right. So before we uh, shut it down completely, Jeff, I wanted to talk to you about the movie theater that I went to. I, I tweeted about an early experience before I got into the theater, which was something I knew you'd be very excited about. So just because of the way that our day was structured yesterday, we ended up going to the AMC and Puente Hills off the 60. And like, wow. yeah, you know, the, the rough and tumble other, side of the tracks from El Monte. That's where we ended up being just because I had to, you know, do some really complicated planning and, like, well, we need to be here by then and we're going to be here until then. You know, yeah. so I'm like, great, that's right in the middle. And so we did go. Did they serve
2: churros at the snack stand?
0: Ooh. They didn't, but I would have bought four of them if they did. But <laughs> what they did do was that, you know, because I'm an AMC Stubbs member. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you. Very impressed. Whoa, so whoa. we got the, we got the, we upgraded to the large popcorn and it's the giant bucket. You know, Jeff, as you know it, breakfast. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And at the register, he said, would you like your refill now? What does that mean? It just blew my mind. I'm like, "Uh, yeah. So he gave (laughs) us a second bucket of popcorn. This was a box, so it wasn't a bucket, but it was the same amount. So he took the bucket and dumped it into a box? It was already filled, and then he filled another one, and he's like, here's your refill. So we didn't have to leave the theater.
1: Two two buckets of popcorn.
0: Yeah. One for me and one for Heather. A bucket bucket and a box, box. yeah. To be be literal, it was a bucket and a box. So I didn't have to leave the theater just to get more popcorn. Wow. Uh, You know, and Heather had her smaller portion of popcorn i had which i didn't know that i could eat one of those whole buckets myself you did it oh but i did yeah yeah i've yeah. done that before through the credits and the movie i took i, I tried to pace myself you I know don't. But,
1: mine's gone like a third yeah. of the way through
0: usually oh, that's yeah. what happens to me when Fistfuls i get of when i get like the bag or the arc light movie theater you know like the the large cup size. Yes. yeah no, no no the bucket i usually need a little time for that oh no 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 i did not so not only do we get that we also have, you know, the fancy like leather recliner seats. And mm-hmm. I'll uh, post the picture that I, I tweeted out, but I'll post it on the Blackcast Facebook page. And you can of course follow at Blackcast B L A D T C A S T. The Blackcast on Facebook though is where I'll make sure that I post it so you can see these really comfy recliner chairs, you know, where they take out like every other row so mm-hmm. that you can stretch out. And Jeff, I, I alluded to this earlier, I didn't see any of the other people in the theater except for, you know, Ugh. during the credits when they keep fucking walking in front of me. But oh, once the movie started, I didn't, I didn't hear anybody. I didn't see anybody. And I'm like, this is what I want going to the movies to be like. And I know how you feel about people, wow. Jeff. I've been to I the I movies with them. you. I, I was with you to see Ant-Man when I'm surprised you didn't throw that kid, you know, down the a flight of stairs. out over the yeah. chairs. Yeah. I, I thought that that was likely to happen. And I was just like, Jeff Duray? You might need to go to the AMC 20 in Pointy Hills.
2: We got this, uh, the theater we go to here, it's like really close to my mom's house, is a Cinema Deluxe. So Ooh. what they have is Ooh. they've got the general population that goes to the movie in like the bottom Something area. Plebs. And if you go to one of the luxe level ones, so you pay a little extra, you get the nice leather seats with a waiter who comes and brings you your popcorn or your wow. food or whatever you order. And you sit up above... The plebeians on the the regular level.
0: I do like that this theater literally has gen pop. You know, you yeah. refer to them as the general population. It's like, it's like, yeah, yeah, but we're in the warden's luxury box. Right? We can watch, we can watch Thor and Hulk fight down you're, on the floor. In a club They've got fed. a full bar right yeah. outside,
2: like where the entrances for all the theaters and, are. So you go early and you can have like a nice cocktail or whatever.
0: You know, that's really a lot of what going to the movies and going to concerts and things like that. That's really what it's about. It's much more about experience. You can upcharge people. For giving them more of an experience, you yeah. know? Going to the the old movie theater with the sticky floors. It's a thing of the past. People are going to balk at spending $20 for that. As much as I don't like 3D, the showing that I went to was 3D because what always happens is I can't quite get there in time for the stand. And they have half as many... You know, just digital showing. Yeah. So I ended up with 3D. But because I was out in Plenty Hills, it was like 1250 to oh, go nice. to a 3D. You know, and nice. if I had gone to LA Live where I was going to go, it would, it would like have been $40. 1850. Yeah. yeah, for one ticket. I so, just
2: saw it in standard because uh, I've been on this new medication. makes me all dizzy and I cannot see anything in 3D. I will puke. Yeah. So
0: uh, that medication is known as meth, I believe, right? Yes.
2: Yeah. On uh, yeah, this I, new medication, crystal. my face is all fucked yeah. up. <laughs>
0: I hear it makes you wicked dizzy. <laughs>
2: wicked dizzy. Actually, yeah. Ken would appreciate this better, but Tom Brady was actually spotted at this theater that I go to. Oh! So now, now Maybe you're just going to same gym as me.
0: Now you're just going to go to the theater and gym back and forth all day long, hoping that you run into Tom Brady.
2: What else would I be doing with my life?
0: Well, you'd be getting ready for the next installment of the Black Cast, which uh, one of the things that I want to talk about Marvels. Iron Fist, which two of the three of us enjoyed at least to some extent. And someone, I believe, thought it was garbage and not even hot garbage. You know, sometimes people call things hot garbage where you're like, well, at least it's warm. Uh, no, hot garbage is, is worse.
2: Than yeah, you'd rather have cold, garbage you is would worse rather have cold than garbage? Than garbage? Yeah, room temp garbage at least.
1: Well, it
0: smells
2: better frozen garbage like the frozen garbage the, the like juice at the bottom can at least freeze yeah. up so you hot don't have garbage to is it. like
1: the grossest cuz it's fucking mm-hmm. hot yeah well we'll talk
0: about all kinds of garbage frozen and otherwise uh, but for now, for Jeff Duray via Skype, I love technology, at Jeff Duray, Will Sterling, at Will Sterling underscore, I'm Christian Black at Christian DMZ. And as I said earlier, the Cast Blackcast, at Cast Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T, the Cast on Facebook, Blattcast.com. I don't know why I sang it. It just seemed like a thing to do. <laughs>
2: A you're such a garbage panda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am a garbage panda. That was one of my favorite uh, insults one. in the I movies. That you know, one.
0: There, there's not a lot, you know, a lot of the piling on of jokes and insults and things, but uh, garbage panda. I was like, yeah, I kind of like garbage panda. He's like, is that better? No, way worse. Way worse. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh for all the garbage pandas, frozen I trash or otherwise. Panda. Trash panda, you're right. Yeah. He was a trash panda. Yeah, he was definitely a trash panda. For all the trash pandas, frozen or otherwise, we will see you next time on the blackout we